the chant is drill baby drill he had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of donald trump is not in charge of the law in our country because you'd be in jail secretary clinton I say, America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jeff is a mess. Uh, hello do you love our new intro song because i'm obsessed i may or may not have played it several times after max made it a lot of times a lot of times a lot of times I, maybe i should make it my ringtone that'd be fun everyone around me would love that when i was working on the show i I was known for making ringtones i made all sorts of ringtones i had a chris matthews ringtone i had an schultz ringtone uh, I had all sorts of ringtones uh, for my phone that I used to cut. Um, I'm not super proud of it because I haven't tightened it up completely. I'm kind of just um, learning this software we're using. And um, so it's going to get better. It's going to get tightened up. But, um, but yeah, we, we welcome feedback. Yeah, let us know what you think. And while you're at it, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because it helps us find new amazing listeners like you. All right. What are we kicking this off with? Viewers like you. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a tote bag. <laughs> PBS. Are we starting off with the library? We have to start off with the library. Okay, so Max start found off with the library. another library. It's very impressive. This was on Fox News. I, originally, it, it was bobbled up. I don't know. This is Jerusalem Post. Um, but it was it was in multiple places. Texas school district orders removal of Anne Frank's diary from shelves. Which, like, first of all, how dare they? When I was growing up, I loved that book. I read it many times. When we went to Amsterdam, I made my family go and see where she was and go to the museum. Like, what? What's wrong with Anne Frank's diary? So I need to know what's wrong with it. Well, so 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 one thing I, I I'll, I'll say is um, um, Anne Frank's diary isn't obviously for like six or seven year olds. Gotta be a little older to understand Anne Frank's diary. And frankly, I think it's even difficult as an adult to kind of understand the Holocaust, right? I mean, how do you wrap your mind around such evil? Having said that, um, schools should have this diary to be around um it was basically captured in this review of books someone said you know hey there's talk about um touching your privates in the diary and uh honestly don't remember that that part but sure (laughs) i don't (laughs) okay sure there were other parts of the book that i remember a little bit more than than that part um the whole you know hiding from the nazis part yeah um you know the important part um, 
but you know they're perverts in our society or people obsessed with sex that's fine anytime they see sex they got to talk about it and um um so this is anne frank's diary the graphic adaptation by Israeli filmmaker Ari Fulman and illustrator David, Pol- David Polonsky. Oh, so this is a different version of the diary? Well, so what it is, it's the diary, but it's actually meant for younger readers. And that includes genitalia? Uh, well, it, 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 was, it, was just, it was just caught up. It was, it, was just a, it was a graphic representation to kind of get at the new generation, I think is the, termino- is the proper terminology, right? Okay. Kids like pictures. It's like a comic. It's a graphic novel. They took the diary, turned it into a graphic novel. Okay. For um, sure. You know, stylized it, if you will. Um, they uh, objected to the unabridged diary references to female uh, genitalia, um, same-sex attraction, and other matters, which have been deemed pornographic by parental challenges in the past um, and that it shouldn't be read without parental supervision well I'm sorry but it, it oh then 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 supervise your child reading it you shouldn't get rid of a book for the reason of parental supervision when you yourself are a parent and can thus I would assume supervise <laughs> Right. Are, how young is your child? Like, are you not taking them to the library? If they're old enough to get to the library themselves, they're probably old enough to read that part of Anne Frank. So, um, so yeah. So, 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 so this is another. And look, this is a book that was caught up in. There are other books that they're trying to get rid of in the school district that are, you know, like the gender queer and the trans this and all that stuff that, you know, whatever. There are some books. And look, there are some like Faulkner, Milan Kundera. Milan Kundera, I mean, one, so one, one of the seminal books. Of, so of for the, those of us with a town without a library, what is that? Oh, so Milan Kundera, the Czechoslovakian writer, uh, prominent uh, during uh, communism. Okay. And um, he wrote one of his most, probably his most fi- famous, most prominent book is The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Um, I read it in high school, and um, it's just sex throughout. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Uh, Heming- I mean, even Hemingway, there's tons of references that kind of fly over your head t- towards it. There's, there's tons of this stuff in, in a lot of novels. You just have to be older to read it. But that's the point. The point is parental supervision. The point is, as a parent, as the adult, as the person in charge of the household, you are supposed to at least attempt to regulate what your children are exposed to. And realizing it's so much difficult with access to internet on pretty much any device that you can get. I mean, it's it you know it, it's 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 essentially an impossible task. But having said that, um, the way you you fight ideas that you disagree with is not by banning them. Right. That just sheds a light on them. People go, oh, that's banned. Now I'm interested in that. Anything that's taboo, people are interested in. Not to mention the fact that they can now turn around and use that on you. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, then let's let's ban Ann Coulter's books. Let's ban the Bible. Let's let's ban Rush Limbaugh's books. They actually did ban the Bible, <laughs> but they still have a library. There's a even lot though of. There appears to be nothing in the library. The Bible is one of the most violent books. Is that why they got rid of it? Because it's violent. Yeah, I mean the Bible's kind of violent. Okay. Sometimes I can't. 
I can't all the time. I don't know how it's just sometimes for you. I can't all the time. Um, the school district responded um, by saying that uh, it was false. The district will be reviewing those books per updated policy. What updated policy could possibly need it to be review the Bible and the Diary of Anne Frank? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, just so everyone knows, we, we've, we've had a busy week. So we're just flying by the seat of our pants a little bit with this episode. So we kind of sat down before and picked out a bunch of articles that we just wanted to kind of just chat about. Okay, first of all, way to go under the hood. Second of all, I don't know what he's talking about. This is how I do every show. I- <laughs> this is not how I do every show. I Bas- have a lot. Basically, Max w- wasn't able to write out every single thing he wanted to talk about. So he feels a little, a little unnerved. I feel great. I actually did more I show. Great. I did more show prep than I've ever done before. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a great show, y'all. Um, okay, we were going to move on to women motivated to vote. Okay, that's never good. <laughs> okay. Okay. We might have to delete. I've off. made the joke. I made the joke. <laughs> we got on past the joke. All right, moving on. Women motivated to vote. You wanted to chat about this, Katie? Yes, because I just. It makes me so upset that the fact that abortion may or may not be limited is just so important to women. Now, before, okay, before you all start yelling at me, I work at a tech company. I see all the craziness. I know all the objections, but it is 2022. We have a plethora of birth control options. Drop my microphone for a second. I'm just so enthused. This is fuego right now, folks. <laughs> Not only do we have a plethora of birth control options, but you have many that you can use together to almost guarantee not having a child. Now, yes, is the number one 100% surefire way to never need an abortion, to never do the thing that could make you pregnant? Yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. duh. But are there things that can get you like 99.9% close? Yeah. So why do you really need, why do you really need it? I mean, if you ma- if you manage to use all birth control correctly and still manage to get pregnant, you might have Jesus. I mean, what kind of immaculate conception is that? You sh- I mean, I'm talking about people who use it correctly, not the people yes. who, who wake up at 9 p.m. and are like, oh, I was supposed to take that five hours ago. It'll be fine. I'll take it now. No, I'm right. not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who actually use it correctly. Yep. I... So this is what I have to say about this. And this purely comes from my own perspective. And I've already made the crude joke and we can, you know, we can jump past that. The I guess what I have to say is that I think that there is a responsibility on the male's part that if you are not ready to take care of a child, if you are not ready to be a father to a child, it is also your responsibility to make sure that you are not engaging in any activity that may result in a child. And I think what we're really getting at here is that there is... Okay. We spoke I, about this. Well, we spoke about this on our last episode. There's been such a breakdown on just regular family values in this country. There's been such a breakdown of 
actual courtship with someone who you decide to become intimate with. It's just treated as just something you do. And it's not just something you do because that something you just do could lead to a kiddo. And life is precious because you want to know what? Not everyone can create life. That's a fact. People who want to create life may not be able to create life. It's, All right. It's, I'm looking at a chart that has two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 different birth control methods. 17. Okay. <laughs> 17. That's a lot. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven that if you use it perfectly, have a greater than 99% chance of being effective. So almost impossible to happen. Okay, so then people say, well, what if they don't do it perfectly? What if it's typical? Okay, there are still three that even with typical use are over 99% effective. There's just no reason in this day and age with this much allotted to you that you even need abortion as, as an option unless you are being reckless. And if you are being reckless, frankly, we should be protecting that unborn child that's now getting murdered because you just, you just couldn't get it together and get some birth control. I have to agree. I have to agree that that um, there are there at, at some point, and my my belief on the abortion issue is that there ha, there that in order to achieve the goal of there being no abortions in this country, you're never going to be able to do it purely through legislation. It has to be a morality thing, and that's exactly I think. Well, I don't know if exactly what you're getting at, but. It's tangential to what you're getting at, where there are ways for anyone in any in in almost any situation, other than you know the rape, incest, life of the mother, right? Putting those exclusions aside, that represent less than one percent of abortions. There are ways for anyone in any situation to safely prevent. Right? Right. So, And this is what I don't understand about how women get so riled up. They just feel like something's being taken away from them. And I almost want to pull them like, how many of you have actually had to use this? How many of you have actually had to use this before? It can, I just don't think it's the majority. And I agree wholeheartedly. And the only thing that I could say is what I said before, is that there's a reason why there are deadbeat dad laws. It's because not, men don't step up all the time. And that's something we need to do better. That's something we need to celebrate as a society. Men stepping up and being fathers and being present in their children's lives. Right. You know what would be actually something that would work well that no one will go along with? And I, I don't believe this is how legislation should work. But it should be... You can only have one, you know, rape, incest, life of the mother, obviously, any of that, or underage, whatever, that falls under rape. But if you can prove that you are using effective birth control, being safe and in a committed relationship, and yet still had something that you didn't want to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, that still, like, makes my skin crawl, because why can't you just bring it to term and have it be adopted? Correct. Oh, it's very taxing on your body. Okay, there's a lot of things that are taxing on your body. I mean, so because you have to suffer for nine months, you should kill someone? It's just, 
once you re- once you have got it in your brain that it's murder, you just you can't rationalize it anymore. And exactly. that's what's happened. These women don't think it's murder, and that's why there's such a divide. And and that's why you just you can't convince them. Yep. That, and you're you're exactly right. They've in their mind the life is expendable. And that's something you don't fix through legislation. You have to change hearts. You don't do that through laws. Right. And that's the most difficult part. And that's the most difficult part we face on our side is that we can't fix this problem through legislation. We have to fix it through other measures. All right. Next topic. Something happy. Liz Cheney <laughs> got lost her primary. Oh, okay. So I was talking about this, and I think we should have some sort of like a noise or a thing we do when you're gone. Like you're out. What was we were talking about some she doesn't even go here anymore there we go so that's from mean girls yes, yes. mean girls reference which Me- by the way next year would be the 20 year anniversary of mean girls 2023 i feel old i think it's 2020 maybe it's 2024 i look this up mean girls if you can work your magic maybe you'll splice in that little audio 2004 she doesn't even go here 18 years yeah she Mean Girls is going to college this year. She's she's irrelevant. The thing that Max put in the show notes that honestly I didn't even read because like who cares? She doesn't even go here. Is that what she wants to run for president or something stupid? No, she's just going back to being a professional grifter. Oh, okay. Like all of these anti-Trump people, all of these, all of the. I I shouldn't I shouldn't say anti-Trump people. I should say never Trump people because idiotic. Never Trump and never never Trump are two groups of idiots. Because you should never be purely never against anything. <laughs> I don't. Does that sentence? Does that work as a sentence? I don't know. There's well, there's there's exceptions. People would immediately go, "Well, what about Hitler?" Well, Hitler proves the rule, right? Um, like if you've got to go to Hitler, do you want to? Do you want to hear the the terms we use over in corporate techie America? What? Uh, it's strong convictions loosely held. As in, you bring to surface your opinion and fight for it, but then when the group decides to go a different direction, you're able to let go and commit to that new idea. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) That sounds great. So there you go. There's your lingo, corporate lingo learning for the day. I don't get paid enough to believe that. (laughs) There's some other gems. I won't drop them all at you at once. Um, Okay. The other thing that we wanted to talk about was a million jobs. Oh, the million job story. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, we're going to talk about Stelter. I don't know what that is, so that's all you. I'll talk about Stelter. Uh, oh, talk no ab- one cares about the media. Only you care about the media. I wish we could do like an Instagram poll in this podcast and be like, who agrees with Katie that no one cares about the media? And you could all upvote me and I could be like, Let see, me just give say the this. people what they want. Brian Stelter, one of the most odious voices in the media finally got his show canceled by cnn's new president because even he was like this is the guy behind morning joe and stephen colbert and even he's like you're way too looney tunes for me bye bye brian stelter don't let the door hit you on the way out a million jobs i love this so earlier this month president biden signed the chips act into law the CHIPS Act, 
included about $52 billion in new spending to be delivered to the semiconductor industry in the form of manufacturing incentives and research and development money designed to spur more chip foundries in the United States. I am reading this from Hot Air. The article is from John Sexton. Um, basically, to, to, uh, to sum this up for you is that this is about semiconductor industry. And semiconductors are in um, everything. Let's just say semiconductors are in everything these days. Don't we have a large presence of that here in Arizona? We do, and yes. it's growing, and it's expanding, and we are inviting foundries. Intel's got a big one. Um, there's also, uh, I forget what the Taiwan. There's Side story, the only reason I know this is because Max and I once golfed with a couple who were lovely and i deeply regret to this day oh, that a couple we, from iowa yeah that we didn't get their phone number to go hang out with them more but anyway he worked they in semiconductors wore, they even wore bucket hats like us yeah they they could have been our best friends and now we'll probably never run into them but it again. was right before we were going back and it was it's bad timing but you know maybe we'll run into them again but anyway that's maybe. how i learned that semiconductors are large here anyway go on Anyway, so yeah, yeah, foundries. Foundries are, are the, the factories that make semiconductors. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, anyways, he announced that uh, Biden said that it would lead to more than a million new construction jobs. Are you telling me that Biden told us something that wasn't true? Well, well why, that why would That is you, crazy. That man you, only speaks the truth. Why would you assume that? Why would you? <laughs> okay, go on. Uh man. Uh it looks like so some people dug into the report and it was the Washington Post. Um believe it or not. This is how you know how bad it is. When we dug into this is from let me repeat that. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I skipped over that a little too quickly speaking of the media. This is from the Washington Post. <sighs> Once again, Washington Post on Joe Biden. Okay, we got it. Everybody's on board. Can I beat the dead horse? Okay. No, please. When we dug into the report, we could not find any reference to one million construction jobs being created. Instead, the report predicted such an investment, roughly equivalent to the CHIPS Act, would create an average of 185,000 temporary jobs annually throughout the United States economy from 2021 to 2026. Six times 185,000 adds up to more than one million. But note that these are not all construction jobs. In fact, few are construction jobs. The statement about one million construction jobs is not accurate said Sarah Ravi, who is a, an a spokeswoman for the uh, semiconductor industry. She directed us to a chart in the report that indicated that a $50 billion investment would create an additional 6,200 construction jobs. Eventually, <laughs> the White House conceded the point. There was a mix-up, and this should have referred to the total jobs resulting from the legislation, but that doesn't detract from the historic nature of this move to rebuild our manufacturing and supply chains here at home and to win the competition with China in the industries of the future. Spin zone. And if you like your doctor, you can keep them. 
I can't even keep up with the number of lies. It's hard to keep up with the number of lies. You want to know why? You want to know why it's hard? You want to know why it's hard? It's hard because they don't even let us keep track of it or even let us post their own content, right? Because this is, this is what happened today. This is what happened today on Facebook. This is about an account that we spoke about the last time when we had our very, very, very professional audio trademarked. <laughs> very, very, very professional audio services. That should be our LLC for this podcast. That should very, be. very, very, very professional audio. <laughs> Facebook bans libs of TikTok after Boston's Children's Hospital gets threats. So you you may remember from last episode when we highlighted... Also, how is that their problem? They're just showing you what the Boston Children's Hospital already has on the internet. They didn't even like add any extra like oomph to it. They just were like, look at this. So that's what I was... Well, I'm more passionate about it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You want to say it more eloquently? There's no reason for me to say it more eloquently. Because... (sighs) That's exactly what happened, folks. (laughs) This is all, and this is the great thing about libs of TikTok, is that all libs of TikTok does is post what liberals are saying. And the liberals in power, the globalists, are going, oh my gosh, (laughs) they can't, we can't have what we actually believe out there in public. We need to get, we need to censor these people. Actually, what's the most hilarious is not only do they just repeat like they just show you what people are saying so they don't even they're not even writing anything themselves but they're doing what the social networks want you to do which is to get things to go viral and send them to other people like they're doing exactly what those platforms want done and they're like oh just kidding we don't want that oh pull the cord i i i just It's something that I love to see and I hate to see at the same time. Because it's like, they're admitting defeat. But then they get to cover their tracks because they're in power. Mm. Yep. All right, where's your funny, like, what, you know, fast food thing do you want to come back question for me that I never know the answer to? If I said, hey, I gotta I have to I have to go out and take care of something in the afternoon. Okay. Go I come for back it. a couple hours later. Uh-huh. I go, honey, I got lip injections. Why? What would you say? Why? Why? Also, why and what did you spend? <laughs> <laughs> I just came across this and I found it. Joe Jonas of the Jonas Brothers, admits he uses injectables, says men should be open and honest about it. I don't think they're being unhonest about it. I don't think that's what a lot of men do. I guess that's why I just wanted to throw it out there. This just seemed like a, 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 just a purely weird... Why do we need this? You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a couple, like maybe a decade, decade and a half ago, when men started getting pedicures. 
Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, you and you started in, and you were like, I saw a guy next to me getting a pedicure. It's always a little unnerving. I mean, whatever. Do your own thing. But it, is it do your own thing? Is it? <laughs> I mean, I feel like for men, it's just like laziness. Because is I, it a foot thing? Because because sure, now you're having someone else cut your nails, which I guess is nice because you don't have to do it yourself, and then you get a little massage. So that's nice. But like. I do it because, you know, I'm also getting them painted and that's extra work. Like what, what do you, what do they need to go do that for? But I don't know. I think that the pedicure is a lot different from lip injectables. First of all, the price point is completely different. Second of all, (laughs) what, what? No, He's just doing it because he's in the public eye and he, you know, needs to, quote, look good. Although I, I haven't seen the picture, but I'm sure he doesn't look very good. Ladies, ladies, is, is this what you want for your men? Do we need to get lip injectables now? No. 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 That's not, we're not doing that? No. That makes me feel good. Because I, I, would, I, would, I, I would never. All right, folks. We're... That's the best that I had to add on. A- ask yourself that question. Think about that, folks. Would you get, uh, you know, as as women, do you want a man who uh, gets uh, lip injections? Or just don't an- ask yourself that because it's a stupid question. The answer is <laughs> obviously no. All right. Enjoy the music. I love you. Bye. Bye. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jeff is a mess. <laughs> <laughs>